Toronto, Toronto, within the traditional territory of the Mississauga people. Where are we born? Toronto. Toronto. There is no prostitutes. I appeal to you as a fellow American, but I'm Canadian. You don't look it. It's a common mistake. Unbelievable respect and much respect to these fans, to this country. This is unbelievable. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. He just said, I feel like. So whatever you're feeling, take it to the altar. Because I'm not the one that's responsible for your feelings. You know, God works in mysterious ways, but it just, I, my spirit feels like it, it goes with Canada. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Not That Sorry. You're here to be fun and fine and black and Canadian as we are with no apologies for it. So you're not that sorry about it. I'm Jan. The one whose house words would be, you don't know me. And I've got your faves in the place with me, Antonia and John. What's up, guys? How's it going? No, you know. <laughs> um, Whenever you say, you don't know me, it's always after someone has said something that is very... Um, I also feel like we should have a house band or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting guys. there. We're getting there. <laughs> we can pull that together. I mean, some new Jack Swing kind of thing going yes, on. Yes, obviously. I, <laughs> I know a ridiculous amount of musicians, and especially going into lockdown number two, people are going to need things to do. I'll find somebody. Sure. Give me a week. Yeah. <laughs> this is just slowly becoming like a late night talk show. We'll have the house band. <laughs> yes. Ridiculous. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, in terms of me saying you don't know me, I know I say it a lot. And yes, there are accuracy rates where people are saying things about me that are correct. But more often than not, you're wrong. Because you don't know me. (laughs) I stand by it. I don't care. (laughs) So can y'all tell me why R.I.P. Drake was trending? I literally have no clue, but I do know I've thoroughly enjoyed watching the other half of uh, dumb Twitter that doesn't actually fact check anything lose their minds. I Someone mean. said, oh my goodness, of course this was happening in 2020. And I was like, Drake literally just was on his Instagram like two minutes ago posting a video of him and his like cast or whatever. I don't know what he did to his knee. or his, I have like, an whatever. alibi. That's all I know. I <laughs> case anybody was wondering <laughs> how Jan could possibly get through the impenetrable gates of Drake's mansion. Yeah. I have an alibi. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> it wasn't Jan. Yeah. She whatever didn't do it was, it. it wasn't me. I very much enjoyed scrolling through um, the trending topic on Twitter when this happened. Was it last week? And he's in a cast? Why is he in a laughing. cast? I still don't know. Um, Did he tear an ACL like a real ball player? I or? mean, uh, some people are speculating that um, him and... Um, Odell, because they've been hanging out a lot lately. Oh, that's cute. That there's some sort of like sports related injury. I'm like, they really could not be related at all. I have no clue. But I mean, like, Drake works out. Yeah, but I think because Odell also has an injury, so like people are like, oh, maybe they blah blah. Oh, and I was geez. like, I don't know if that's connected, guys. I think we just want it to be connected. I love when no one knows how sports work. Yeah, but yeah, it was just R.I.P. Drake, and then people making a bunch of fake TMZ headlines. Jeez, oh, <laughs> uh, and not like a Drake establishment nope no one affiliated with him at all but then but on the other hand other side of that there was no one being like hell right okay there was no one there was (laughs) no one saying um you know how people would like hold up a newspaper like today's day to be like i'm here with drake like no one was like hey like i saw him like an hour ago like no so then i i tried to dig a little bit deeper apparently there's some sort of weird beef going on with minecraft and drake again couldn't find much information 
But it's something along the lines of Minecraft people trying to cancel Drake for some comment. I have no <laughs> clue. I feel like everyone just wants to be relevant these days. Everything somebody about this sounds dumb. Somebody please enlighten me because for the life of me, I've been trying to find more information on this and I cannot. Because I was like, I saw Minecraft Drake and I went, that doesn't make any sense. Like the last time I checked or new it's Minecraft is that the game? That's the game that yeah. like mostly kids are known for playing, but a lot of adults play like, it too. Isn't like that they just love it. Online Lego? Like oh, this Lego Jan. with adventures, but like you build things <laughs> oh, and everything's a block. Oh, Jan. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cancel me for not playing Minecraft. Don't come for us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, also, there's like, so I think there's also other R.I.P. Drake stuff happening now too in con- in connection to Drake Bell from Drake and Josh fame that okay. tv show that was okay. out on was it nickelodeon sure um he has uh, moved to mexico and like changed his name uh turns out he has charges against him like sexual assault related charges or that something took a turn. so there's that r.i.p drake going on as well too yikes i always being on twitter for as long as i have i have to be very careful whenever drake is trending because for some reason drake bell trends a lot Throughout uh, every year, okay. he's always doing something. Something weird is happening. He has said something. There's a falling out <laughs> somewhere, and for some reason, Twitter loves Drake Bell. I don't know what it is. It's a strange time, but yeah, I uh, there's no there's no official, and it was just as soon as it happened, it was over. Huh. It was like R.P. Drake, and then people like collectively freaking out, and then it was silence. Gotcha. So I don't know. I don't know. Point he is, posted something I for. Have an Right, he posted something for Diwali, and then that was it for the day. So he also didn't help the situation, in ch- but I'm sure he also didn't know that he was trending as dead, uh, or didn't care. Okay. Um, so I, don't know. I mean, if he's got an injury, that's isn't he somebody's dad now too? He's got things to do. He is. He is. He's so busy. So it's fine. Yeah, it was just very entertaining. I even texted my friends who were big Drake fans, being like, "Did you guys see this?" <laughs> One friend was like, "We know it's not real," and I'm like, "Do we though? Do we?" instigator <laughs> that's why i have to keep repeating i have an alibi <laughs> listen if you can get past the three or four cars that are regularly parked outside of his residence plus like the two beefy black dudes who are always there kudos to you well what the hell was that movie with uh, um good luck stealing his bathtub good luck because that's the first thing it's, it's four thousand pounds there w- what the <laughs> hell was that movie? Uh, Emma Watson was in it. It was about the little rich white kids that broke into a bunch of celebrity homes and stole a bunch of shit. Oh, I literally just had it. But yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, uh, ah, damn, it's gone. There's a name for it, too. Oh, the uh, Bling Ring, was it called? Yeah, that's yes. the one. But it's a, there's a name for it when they go around. Su- there's an actual name for when they go around students from rich people, which I can't remember what it is. But anyway, yeah, the Bling Ring. The obvious name would be Robin Hood. That's not what we call it. No. It's funny because as, that. as you were describing it, you're like, and the rich kids, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Harry Potter. <laughs> no. When you got to the ceiling, <laughs> I was also like, Harry Potter. Jeez. <laughs> is this not the premise for Harry Potter? <laughs> Wouldn't I know? Okay. If we were to break it down, as to what's that one channel that likes to do uh, things explained like badly or something <laughs> on YouTube or like th- or things explained? You know, you've seen this before where people will take um, any type of movie and be like how would how they would explain it if. Like, just differently, instead of, like, the trailer explains it. I know you've seen these videos, John, on YouTube. Like, um, sorry. It's like, um, the real 
Like, yeah, like the real trailer, the real yeah, version yeah, of yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or like how it would have gone if. An honest review, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's how I would set it up if I were to. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like it's like when you go on Twitter and someone posts a picture, they're like, "Describe this only using like wrong terms." <laughs> so that's how I would describe Harry Potter. Uh, very well. Emma and her three rich white friends. Although Harry wasn't, he was rich. Though. Yeah, three white rich white friends uh, running around terrorizing people and stealing stuff. But Ron wasn't. He wasn't rich, but he was rich in friendship. I mean, if Hermione was, it was never brought up. That's true. There's gotta be. I think there's generational wealth in both of those families you somewhere. Know, the, the orphan that gets into trouble. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> the orphan who can't follow rules. That's what I would yeah. describe Harry Potter as. If True. we're <laughs> just sluglining. <laughs> if we're just doing a quick like, whoop, three white kids getting in trouble, <laughs> stealing stuff. Yeah. Touching things that don't belong to them. Bling mm. <laughs> ring. <laughs> yeah. See, so those little numpties <laughs> can just use Google Maps and. I mean. Listen, I, I will not tell you the amount of times I've driven by Drake's house. I won't. Um, only because there's a friend of mine who, whenever we would go driving together, we just end up in that area because it's just fun to look at all the other houses there. She doesn't have an alibi. Uh, I don't. Uh, <laughs> but also, all I want from Drake is money, so I'm not going to kill him. <laughs> that's, I'm sure that's how all robberies start. <laughs> a robber with a heart of gold. Yeah. I have good intentions. <laughs> Robin Hood. Robin Hood. See? Circle Full circle. Hey, high five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Searches for herself. <laughs> Plays us off. What else you got, Jim? Girl would find a reason to befriend a broom. <laughs> I've got the you know best what? news possible. Letter Kenny season nine drops Christmas Day. Yes, Christmas is saved. Yep. So, since you can't hang out with your family anyway, just watch Letter Kenny. I literally, I or hope video jangle. chat me or jingle jangle. Yeah. I hope it starts exactly where it ended. It won't. I know, but they I never do. They'll circle back to it, yeah. and the trailer gave nothing about that. There's away. A, I haven't even seen a trailer. Yeah. Oh my god, that's how I found out. Ooh. I want it to start exactly where it ended. It like won't. I want to see a beatdown. <laughs> it won't. <laughs> well, why Dirk. not? Ah, <laughs> uh, Dirk. <laughs> I need it. I need it to happen. Or it can start in the aftermath. I don't know. Yeah, it probably will, but I don't think we'll pick up from there. <sighs> Why, Jan? I don't know. Because <laughs> the other ones haven't. Yeah, I would just mean they can't do it this time. You're right. Maybe they will. Letter Kenny people. Here Season are, nine. This, here is, are this, is, this is the one. Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Merry Christmaca to all of us. I'm so excited. Did you say Christmaca? Yes. All right. Sorry. Inclusive. All of you out there who have watched the OC will know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> all five of you. Ah! <laughs> million. So. Yes. That's a. Uh, point we're trying to make here <laughs> that's so awesome i'm really excited for them they've just been like filming in secret this whole time we didn't even know isn't everything in the sudbury area a secret oh yeah you're right i'll take that back i assume <laughs> <laughs> i don't know uh what kind of break time they have between between shooting because i assume they have they don't really go with much winter like, there have been some yeah. episodes where it's kind of cold, but, like, Not nothing unreasonable. Everything's been, like, spring-summer. Yeah, because farm boys wouldn't have much to do, and the show is about farm. agriculture. So. Chorin. It's about chorin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so we're ready. Also, um, the actress who plays Gail, whose name I'm about to produce, um, but I saw an article about her. She... Just got a showrunner gig. What? 
Um, she's also a playwright. There's so much I don't know about her. She's so cool. Or anything, but yeah, her Gail is probably one of the funniest things. Her character, her character is, is just one so of the funniest outrageous. people I've seen in a really long time. <laughs> I'm just like, but why? <laughs> but I also, how are you not breaking all know, the time? I want to know how many takes, or if they just like power through it and just laugh later. Yeah, I because <laughs> there's no way that I would be able to stop laughing after a break and and take that. There's no way. After all of her ridiculous lies, Lisa Codrington—that's the name I was escape—that was escaping me. Anyway, that's so a solid name. Yeah, good news for her. Yay! And there, there have been a few um, other people I've seen first through Letterkenny that I'll see in other places. Um, like this hour is twenty-two minutes. I'm like, hey, you're nothing like this Letterkenny character. Look at you <laughs> with range. You're so talented. <laughs> like a lot of the hockey guys I'll see everywhere. There's a few that are. That I've seen a few times on mute, of course, in on uh, Murdoch Mysteries. I'm like, oh, hey, look at you in a period costume. Cool. Boomtown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Letter can me. Yeah, yeah. John, what's this about Michael J. Fox? What do you do? Retiring. He wasn't already. He was not. No, he was active still um, doing a few things here and there, but. Tight. He's officially, you know, succumb. Well, you know, saying yeah, the Parkinson's is getting the par- worse. Yeah, it's getting worse. Much harder to deal with. So that man owes us nothing. Nothing <laughs> at all. No, no. I think he's been in a few commercials recently. I've seen okay. pop around the interwebs. But man, commercials. What even are those? But yeah. Um, <laughs> Cable. Did you watch a sitcom back in the day? Um, little bits. Why am I spacing on what the name of the show is? Um, because he's he's had a couple. Didn't he just have like a Michael J. Fox show? Yes, but there was one. Was that was that the Michael J. Fox? Show I think I'm that's the of? one. No, I'm thinking of him as like he's not a publicist, but like maybe a journalist, ad agency, something like that. <laughs> it was an ensemble cast that he was in. He was part of. I don't remember. It would be a bit before your time. Huh. Um, <laughs> a bit before my time, meaning what? That was three? Yes. <laughs> a bit before my time, meaning that I wasn't alive. Well, the one that I was brought up on was uh, Family Ties. That was a good show. Yeah. So. That is definitely before your time, miss. Um, I watched that show, so thank you very In much. syndication. I watched <laughs> it, though, so. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you're eating. It's fine. <laughs> Is it okay? It's fine. <laughs> that was one we all gathered around the campfire for. Um, Aww. Okay, calm down. Um, <laughs> Jam just wants more you. glimpses into your life. How dare you? <laughs> I'm not even as bad as Antonia, but I get. Okay, chill. <laughs> but I get reprimanded. Of Spin City? That's the Spin one. Spin City. And they were publicists, weren't they? That was a fun show, because that was with, uh, not Emilio Estevez. Is it Emilio Estevez? No. What's his name? The other Estevez brother. Asheen? Yeah. Charlie. Charlie Sheen. And uh, Heather, Heather Locklear. Locklear. Yeah. Yep. Heather yeah. Locklear, Charlie Sheen. Oh, man. Yeah, Spin City was, is uh, what I call back to. For Michael J. Fox. I mean, aside from, of course, uh, Back to the Future. I mean, yes. 
Thankfully, that will never be touched. That's what you think. I'm pretty sure they keep... Every couple of years, they talk about a remake. No, and it's written but in stone. They need to stop happening. it. Oh, they're not publicists. They are um, they work for the mayor's office. Ah. The only thing, the only thing I really loved from uh, Back to the Future reboot were the shoes. I thought that was pretty dope. That's all they needed to do. They didn't do anything else. <laughs> yeah, that cast was loaded. Michael J. Fox, Charlie Sheen, Heather Locklear, Richard Kine, Alan Ruck... Connie Britton. Barry Bostwick. Yeah. Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Wait, Michael Boatman was in that show too? Wow, he's been around for ages. Can't escape him. He is just, oh, wow. Yeah, that was a dope show. Yeah, man. Good job, Michael J. Fox. I'm I'm happy that he's like. Yeah, his credits are. Sit back. Yeah, I really lost track of where he was. Yeah. And what he was doing. Again, too, like Jen said, like he owes us absolutely nothing. Not a thing. The fact that we've had him for this long is is beautiful enough. Oh, he's in the one episode of A Corner Gas uh, of an animated series. I forgot there's an animated series. Nice. He was also Stuart Little. He was. Yeah. What a cute little movie that was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, Michael J. Fox wishing you the best. Yeah, man. Enjoy retirement. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yep. You're welcome. <laughs> so the Nobody man from Toronto asks. movie is blowing up cars and Milton and alarming people, while Kevin Hart and Woody Harrelson dance in the street about it. Did we? S- Why Milton? I don't know. That's their. That's one of their locations. Oh, I thought it was just like a random person blowing cars in Milton. I was like, no, the, Milton. The what the movie. heck? The movie. Oh, the, the Toronto man man's Toronto. movie. Oh, the, the Toronto man's movie. Oh God, it's the Toronto man's movie. It's not. One, because Kevin Hart is not that guy. Can't pretend to be that guy. Doesn't matter. He's Gotta hope he's coaches. not pretending to be that oh, guy. Oh, I hope he's pretending to be that guy. I hope that they brought on an, ons- an expert. Who, who would be I hope they brought a Toronto, man's, Toronto man's consultant? Any of these Scarborough man's. Drake. And Drake. <laughs> no, actually, not Drake. Sorry, Drake, Aubrey. No. no. Not him. <laughs> Definitely not him. One of his buddies, yes. Drake, no. Drake's isn't Toronto man's enough. He's filming his house. No. You need to film in, in the different in different ends, okay? You got Scarborough, you got Mississauga, you got Brampton. Probably not Brampton. The rest well, of the country Brampton. hates this conversation. I'm just saying. <laughs> they found they found a local they found a, a <laughs> If you're thinking what I'm thinking, the answer is yes. It is all just Toronto. And sorry, downtown, downtown Canada. Canada. <laughs> well some of it is downtown, some of it is downtown Canada. Canada. The rest of it is still just the Toronto. out the outer ring. <laughs> yes. <sighs> they definitely found an expert. And by expert, they paid they some totally didn't. twenty-year-old. There's no way they did Toronto because that's speak. not that can't be this character. Jan, I hope that it is. Uh, Toronto man's. God damn it! That's the movie it. should be called. And I hope that they hear this, and I hope they change the name because they realize that this should have should have been named the. Entire I hope time. they give you a call and ask you to come on. Yeah. And well, be a consultant too. They're like, we've heard you say things. Yeah, I really <laughs> hope they're listening. <laughs> we do give all of our contact information at the end of the show, so you're going to have to wait or fast forward. I suggest you wait. Because <laughs> we talk about good stuff. Good stuff. And we're just full of ideas, you know? Just So the Man's in Toronto movie in Milton, uh, blowing up stuff. That's exciting. Yes. And meanwhile, they're making their other set crew people are just making a lot of noise building things at the CBC building. Oh, okay, okay. Do you know when you'll get to see it? No, okay, not at all. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> nothing they're building looks like anything yet. Looks like they're building rigs for um, 
like for the camera tracks and things like that, like places to store equipment. But uh, and I don't know what they're doing on the on the floors above me, but the atrium just has a bunch of equipment so far. And uh, yeah, okay. I don't know. They'll get there when they get there. Yay! Can't wait. <laughs> Mandem. Hate that <laughs> so much. <laughs> I have such an allergy to this. I wanted to wait till you would finish like swallowing your tea, but Thanks. I like, couldn't wait. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for thinking of the microphone. <laughs> um, but speaking of dem mans or whatever you said, um, someone had someone thought of me enough to send me an ad of Swiss Chalet offering jerk chicken, Mm-mm. and I'm sure there are opinions about this. I don't have them, but I'm sure some do, right? But the what the one thing that someone had to highlight to me was because um, it's it's in a streeter form. Like there's some Swish LA rep on ice skates and you know handing out wings. I'm looking and up. this one guy's like, oh, it's got a bit of a kick to it. <laughs> oh no, no. Huh. Yeah, that part took me down. Oh, a little extra black pepper. Oh my gosh, that's not how jerk works. If oh, we know that. <laughs> But there are places I've been to that dared to call their chicken jerk chicken. It was just an extra dash of black pepper. Ooh. But I believe, um, I don't think it's their first time doing it, though. Oh, no? No. So what, they didn't learn from the last time? I can't remember the last time I was at Swish LA, so please tell well, me. Well, no, I just remember looking on flyers before seeing some jerk. So Could've They've gone through a bunch of different phases. And by phases, by phases we mean inclusivity. I did seafood at one point. That wasn't just regional. Oh, weird. Yikes! Someone has already made a video. <laughs> Black lady made a video. <laughs> who told Sicily to get um, to green light <laughs> to make? Who gave Sicily the green light to make jerk chicken? Who? I don't know. The same as like anyone else. That's, I guess that's the pitfall, for lack of a better word, of diversity. We're going to have a lot of things that cross paths and that are going to influence and shape and mold and mess up. I don't know. (laughs) (sighs) It's just bad. It's just bad. It's a common dance movie trope. I am one of many, but surprisingly one of only a few in my friend circles who does not care for swish la i have a lot of people in my friends uh. in my friend circles who are like oh yeah swish la oh the sauce oh so good i'm looking at them like what are we tasting because my taste buds <laughs> last time i checked are pretty intact um swish la is a canadian institution it is and it's wrong damn full stop <laughs> no take backs You'll have to wait for Antonia's direct contact the information. Chicken, the chicken is dry. We are. The brown sauce is tasteless. Ooh. The fries are sometimes soggy. They're not. They're not crispy. Do, are we moving the uh, uh, segments or something? Nope. No, I'm just saying. So for them to <laughs> them to have the audacity, you think this is her? Not that sorry. <laughs> it's no. not for them to have the audacity to make jerk chicken. No, absolutely not. So I mean, because I not know, try I know for. I'm, I will bet money on it that not one 
West Indian Caribbean person is working up in them kitchens and gave them a recipe for whatever. I bet you money on that. That's my next question. Is they this offered nationwide or is this I think so. It looked, a local target? It looked like it was a nationwide thing from what I'm seeing on the internet. So you're not you're not going to try it? No, I'm not cuz I will be very disappointed and then also mad that I spent money on this. What if it's good? Bring in the island it's vibe. not going Bring to the be island vibe to small town Canada. It's hey. not it's not going to be good. Oh, ye of little faith. No. Oh, me of very, like, tied into West Indian culture and knowing what things are supposed to taste like. It's not going to be that. Jeez. It's going to be what the guy in the commercial said. Mm, it's a little bit of a kick to it, only because there's more black pepper, and maybe they threw some, like, jerk seasoning they found at Costco on it and called it a day. It looks like somebody's going to have to order themselves some jerk from... Uh, that's something you can want to you want to YouTube. It's not gonna be oh, it's not gonna be John, but <laughs> it's not gonna be Jan. <laughs> send your send your send your donations to somebody. Me. Somebody can try it and tell me. I will not be subjecting my mouth to this. Set up a fund for your. Um, <laughs> 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 How dare you? Uh, yeah. She'll live stream it. No, she might. I will not be tasting this. Uh. No. I already know that it probably also smells off. in terms of what music you want to hear in the background. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> Go on the journey with her. <laughs> journey of shutting it down. I'm no. Just no. They they can th- there's one person who was like, I just really love jerk. I think we should introduce it to blah blah. Someone high up. Someone who went to Jamaica one time. You'd be yeah. forty. <laughs> no. Not you be 40. Why? <laughs> Listen. Is it them that did red, red wine? Of course. Is that them? Of course. See? And Tony just taken to her <laughs> to a childhood <laughs> pocket. But she won't try the you Swiss Alley jerk. Shut chicken. down a jam, put that on. That's the song, yeah. That's the one you do to clear everybody out. <laughs> Except Depending on where you are. That's you true. Very much dependent. Clear the clear the floor, or, or bring more people on. Yeah. Let us know what does what does red red wine do in your region? Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a good that's or, a good uh, poll. That's I like a good that. Poll. We'll, we'll yeah. put that poll. We'll put that, that uh, on a poll. Is it shutting it down or is it uh, keeping the stragglers going? We'll we'll throw it up on a poll. We'll do that because <laughs> I I am also curious to know. Yeah. Does it still have legs? I. I mean, Pre-COVID times. This is still have legs pre-COVID. <laughs> I'm not going to comment. No, nope. it's just going to lead to a, a whole bunch. Get yourself at a boomer bar or something like that. Oh, speak to your people, Joe. A boomer bar? Come on. <laughs> I hate this. You know what else I hated? Watching, um, catching glimpse of the of the NBA draft and seeing that these boys were born in 2000, 2001. <laughs> Baby, they're twenty. But talented babies. <laughs> I'm just like, damn. And that just leads me to the whole other argument of why we can't all be lumped in as millennials when these kids exist. The ones born yep. in a millennial. Either way. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, we are not we are not the same. <laughs> just. <laughs> Bunch of old hens. We sure are. Proud of it. So speaking of the NBA, I guess the the Raptors are starting in Tampa Bay. Is the Tampa Raptors? What are they? The Tampa Bay Raptors. Canada Canada's not letting them play here. 
No, because cover cases are way too high. Still, still, still strong no. Hard no. Gotcha. And uh, you couldn't find anywhere else in the continental United keep States? Keep them on the tarmac there. I mean, they didn't have any cases in Florida, so I guess they're going for... I'm sorry? They didn't have any... Sorry. Um, I take that back. They had multiple cases surrounding the dome <laughs> in Florida. While they were doing games and stuff, however, there were no cases gotcha. between players. Uh, but, I mean, every plane okay. that comes into Canada right now still is carrying someone with COVID. Yeah. Yep. So. Like, why they couldn't just shut down that no, area I mean, practice there? The I thing know. is, I mean, you're bringing a whole lot. You're, you're in a different city every week, right? You're bringing that back with you. And you're spread out, and then you're gone. Like, yeah. there's no, you can trace it all you want. We know exactly what happened. It came from San Antonio. It came from Arizona. It came from. That's contact tracing. You know. Jeez. That's how you do it. But also. But, I mean, you look at the NFL, you look at college football, I think there was like four games canceled this weekend alone. Wow. Dang. Um, NFL, it's, um. You know, who who doesn't have it? That's who that's who suits up. Damn. To that point now, so. But you know, good thing it's still football. I don't know. like. Why are we just not shutting everything <laughs> down? I don't understand why we're football is written in the Constitution. It's not. <laughs> the third and amendment. If y- and if you've written, if you you have rewritten the Constitution, there are people that need to talk to you and find you for things. I'm pretty sure you can't mess with that. It's this the, is not a it's joke. The third <laughs> <amendment>. <laughs> this like is it's not a joke. <laughs> I am. All men created equal, right to bear arms, right to hold NFL football. <laughs> like that's just and football. Yeah. Oh man. Football Jesus in South Bend, Indiana. Like it's <laughs> it's a thing. I'm just blown away by what is considered essential. That is what that is what gets me. Yes. Football church. Because well, these I'm aren't these aren't football church conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> these aren't murder uh, podcasts. These aren't healthcare workers. These aren't other people who are you know doing other services for us. It's just entertainment. A lot of money on these things. That's why. Also that. Man. The I mean, only we did that, so we created that institution, so. Yeah. Play on, boys. Play on. Just don't get sick. Stay crossed. safe, please. Because then enough of them are going to drop, and they're not going to have enough te- enough people for a team. <laughs> oh, there will always There's be people. enough people. Okay. Back to the NBA. It's um quick turnaround because they play next month. Whoa. Oh yeah, that's yep. quick. They're trying to start in January. No, end of December. Yeah. No. The Someone say December sixteenth or something. Like oh, that so not even right, so before they Christmas. Have Christmas Day games. Yeah, they're, so they're gonna have Christmas Day day games for sure. Dang, that's yeah. their money day. So no rest for the wicked. <laughs> well, yeah. So we're gonna have Christmas. To the, I mean, NBA to distract us from uh, Christmas. So that's great. Um, <laughs> sure. Fuse man. There's still going to be some deep wounds in some families, depending on um, where you're from. <laughs> Yikes. But, you know. And there's also going to be COVID spread from those who just need to assemble yeah. to get the drama out in person, I guess. I don't know. Like y'all can't just do COVID, football, and uh, basketball. Keep, there's your holidays right there. Yay. Hooray. Can't wait. 
So I guess uh, if there's nothing else, we'll uh, we'll take a break. Next stop, what you saying? That's right, transit operator noise. It is time for what you saying, and at least for me, it's been a slow week because impending lockdowns and such. But what I did watch was the French Prince of Bel-Air reunion show. Um, Thankfully, it aired on Crave TV. If you have that plus HBO, you're able to watch it and not go through so many illegal bootleg means. But, I mean, if you still do, you are within your rights. Um, Anybody else watch it? It was beautiful. I really enjoyed it. I heard it was great. Uh-huh. <laughs> there, there he is. <laughs> well, I encourage the Johns in the world to watch it. Because, I mean, not only was it nice to just see that cast back together, hardly aging, looking great. Right. Um, well moisturized in HD. Um, the, the topics discussed, I don't know what I thought it was going to be. I, I guess I thought it was going to be a hour-long clip show of just all the reminiscing on the good times and just act like it was completely kosher the whole time. But I'm glad it wasn't. It was um, it was a lot of, in my opinion, very good display of a range of emotions. They dealt with grief. They dealt with forgiveness they dealt with emotion they dealt with praise and these are all things i think are really beneficial to see on screen for black people in general Mm because i don't think those are things you get to see unless in a fictionalized setting and back in the day when would we have gotten this story out we would have had to wait for a true hollywood story or a terrible lifetime movie which is not known for accuracy. Yeah. Or just like one of them doing an expose, like. Yeah. yeah. Somebody a writes tell a tell all book. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is, this was so much better. And it was good to see Will Smith admit to a lot of things and show that, yeah, even as a 21 year old kid, he, there was a point in his life where he was an asshole and handled things wrong. And for him to be able to have that that conversation with Aunt Viv and just for me, I think it was very beneficial to see all of that. Like whether you're, you were very invested in the show or not, it was, I just found a great relief in seeing that happen. Yeah. And I, I really, I really thoroughly enjoyed, um, how they, in the very beginning where they had everyone like entering the house, entering the set and just kind of all those emotions kind of flooding back on the space, and then you feel that loss of James Avery not being there. Like, yeah. he was just such a presence in that house, in that cast, in that family. Like, uh, But then watching everyone kind of go through the motions, seeing each other, and then, like, sitting with the fact that how long has it been since all of you seen each other? Like, we know that, like, Will and, Je- like, you know, Jeff have seen each other. Will and Alfonso have seen each other. Yeah. In terms of everybody else, like, Karen and Tatiana and them, like, I don't know how long it's been since they all saw each other. Yeah, they and made it seem like it was... It's since been that a minute. That last day. Yeah. I mean, we know for sure the longest was between at least Will and Janet. Yeah. Which then, the assumption then for me and quite a few people I talked to as well, was that also the last time the rest of the cast had seen Janet as well too because yeah. she talked about 
um, cutting herself off from everybody because she was dealing with a lot at home. She was a new mom. She was dealing with stuff when it came to the directors and everybody else. So she felt isolated. And it wasn't helpful that the person, the the the, the lead in the show was also icing her out. Yeah. So she had no one in her corner. And these are things that we would never have known mm-hmm. had Will reached out. Even if he had only reached out to her and we had just seen a conversation between the two of them, we didn't even get the reunion show. We wouldn't, like, there's no way. Because all the headlines were fired, you know. Yeah. Angry she was black woman. Difficult. Difficult. Like, all that. Like, she got all the, the terrible labels. And so everyone kind of went, okay, well, I guess she's just difficult to work with. But no one was refuting it either. Years and years and years. Yeah. And then we have the cast reuniting um, without her years ago. And her, like, seemingly losing it on the internet and just going after everybody and will said really hateful things as well too and like mm-hmm. everyone's kind of just like gripe 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 and you it was kind of like a loss because i spent so much time not necessarily idolizing og Aunt viv but really just like in awe of her yeah she was definitely my favorite of the two not to yeah. take away not that i disliked second and viv if she had been the original run i probably would have still liked the show just as much yeah but there was something the second and Viv didn't quite carry that i guess that regal poise that the first aunt Viv she kind of just like felt like she was there yeah the no one that was the one that was the the professional you know the 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 working academic um mom like artistic unapologetic just, <laughs> yeah like she she is the the most regal and classiest and those cheekbones that can cut glass, but also she will fight you if she has to. Yeah. Like the second and Viv didn't quite bring that same energy. Which yeah. I don't think took away from their family dynamic. But it's she had a couple episodes, but it w- didn't feel like the seamless transition that they were trying to play it off to yeah. be. And so it felt like for me, Second Aunt Viv felt like a stepmom. Yeah. That's how she felt to me. And I knew that's not you know, that's not who she was meant to be, but she felt like a stepmom. She felt like somebody who was coming into a family that wasn't hers and trying to find her place. Yeah, that's so actually that a really good way to describe it. That disconnect. Oh my God. Yeah, okay. But it just, that disconnect, <laughs> that's that's how I always looked at it. And I for the longest time, I couldn't figure out what it was. But it wasn't until I started re-watching it again recently that I was like, ah. Yeah. Faded out. That was the first, and I mean, as a kid, that was my first real experience with a recast. Like, mm-hmm. When Cosby Show got rid of a character, like, that character was just gone, and a brand new character was in their place, or they were spoken about in dialogue, and you never saw them again. Like, that was... Yeah. There was no... That was my first memory of a character's, a character that I knew, that I was familiar with, I knew what they looked like, I knew their name, I knew yep. their dynamic, and then uh, swapped. Yeah, <laughs> and you're looking and being like, what? <laughs> like, who like, is this person? Um, Who's this imposter? Which I'm sure that she felt... As well, and she said in the show too, like in the reunion, she had never met Janet. Yeah, exactly. To which was like, I I loved watching the collective surprise that everybody else too, be like, "Well, you've never met her," but also like, why would she? Exactly. Like, where would she ever? What circles are they running in? Also, she was going to reach out, and as far as everyone knew, Janet hated everybody else. The yeah. Black so Club. yeah, like she oh, wasn't going to reach out to her. Yeah, Jennifer Lewis should have just mediated all of this. Yeah, and I mean, she could have. <laughs> She's too busy why making bangers she? on the internet. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe she smacked Will in the back of the head and told him he should do it. Yep. Took him 27 years, but here right. we are. Hold on. Th- there was no Lil Nicky involved? Lil Nicky showed he up. there. Yeah, he popped in. I wanted you to watch it so you could see that. He's so grown. He's so cute. Because I had a few, you know, talking to myself 
while watching a comments like oh so we got everybody back but oh there he is mm-hmm. that's nice and it didn't even get did not introduce me not like so and so's coming he was just like boop in that so i'm like oh my gosh yeah which was just me kind of cool because it kind of gave me the same vibe of when like there's suddenly a new baby <laughs> yeah it was like he came in the same way he did on the show like surprise right good times yeah, no, the for, the forgiveness arc and the reminiscing and hearing Tatiana talk about learning at James Avery's feet, like, yeah. bawling. Like, I was texting my friend Brianna, and we were going back and forth about all the different things we were learning in there about the show that we never would have known outside of this reunion, and just, like, learning about, you know, like, seeing seeing the the writer's room and, like, when they're doing their, their, their readings and stuff and looking at all the white people in the room being like, wow. Having someone else write from your perspective, but then also being able to have that power to say, we're not saying that because yeah. this would never fly. You know, so-and-so could never talk to her father in this way. Like, that wouldn't fly. That's not believable. And yeah. I was like, I love that they had the autonomy, the power to do so, where they were they were given that. Like, to go, okay, you've written this. That's cute. But <laughs> as a team, we've looked at it. We've all read it and cringed and gone, yeah. no. <laughs> Absolutely. In the 90s, yeah. That's yeah, huge. it was huge, especially since they were, what, one of three black sitcoms on at that time? I mean. So uh, having that that control is everything. Yeah, for sure. Um, one, one thing that Tatiana Ali said that really resonated with me, um, she was seeing the, the online feedback when Will had posted a photo of them uh, for the reunion and everybody kept using the hashtag bl- uh, black excellence and she's like I want that I want this to be clear that the black excellence isn't that the, this family was wealthy mm-hmm. the excellence is how we loved each other yes. and I'm like yeah see that's the takeaway and that had me looking reflecting inward because I'm like yeah you know what that's a that's a huge amount of growth like to have that conversation I can I can appreciate how difficult that must have been for for both parties involved and I'm like you know what push come to shove am I am I there could I have could I have that difficult conversation with a lot of people? I probably could. Yeah. And there are quite a few where I cannot. <laughs> and it's not you just can't. And I just I just know that. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, I too have growth. <laughs> not I'm also not about to invite those that I think I would be there to the table, but given the invitation, I might. Yeah. I might. Yeah. And I, I really also <laughs> love that even after the conversation that Will and Janet had, it wasn't an immediate, everything's good now, blah, blah. You can still tell that there's hurt yep. there. There's 27 years of hurt so there. Um, after the show's been on, f- like, it's 30 years that they're celebrating for their show. Yeah. No conversations were had up until, like, this is the first time they've seen each other at that time. So all of these speculations, all the feelings you have, like, you haven't talked to this person or worked anything out before this moment. So it was good to see that they had a conversation, but I'm happy that it wasn't like, okay, well, that's all I needed. Feel good now. Like, there's would, still I a lot like more to work on. I would like the bonus features of, ev- like, those first conversations, like, to try to establish contact. Yeah. Yes. I, I'd like to know how been, that went. That must have been difficult. Yep. Because, one, no one had her contact. Mm-hmm. So, and as far as, and, like, her, she said, like, her family had cut her off. So then there's no contacting her family to get a hold of her. Like, there were so many hoops they'd have to jump through to, to get her. And, like, you know, you don't want to be like, oh, I'll just find her on Facebook because that's the last place that she posted, mm-hmm. like, her rant about everything, which was coming from a place of hurt. Absolutely. Um, And, like, unless you knew what was going on, you just saw that as somebody as jealousy. You saw that as somebody who yeah, was 
the internet audience can't help but put themselves on. If anybody goes on, if anybody goes online and says anything honest, they have to be on the brink of a mental health episode, which yeah. doesn't necessarily have to be the case. Those things are not mutually exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, Donald Glover said it years ago. Same thing. He's like, I was just being honest. Yeah. And I respect that. Mm. I try to, I try to do the same when I'm putting my toe out there. But <laughs> <laughs> I, um, yeah, I was very excited that they talked about James Avery and they, really dug deep into his significance not only when it came to the show but like to their lives yeah. in general and ah man watching like panning to all of their faces throughout those portions and just the pain yeah and you know it's a big loss and also like i didn't re- i even after all these years my mind he died 3 years ago like in my mind when i saw 2013 i was like what it wasn't last year. <laughs> like, this is, it's been that long. Mm-hmm. And also, I don't think the reunion could have happened seven or eight years ago. I don't think I don't right. think that they would have been in a place to have that reunion. And just because two where all of them are as well, but especially considering chatting with Janet, I don't know if it would have been, I don't know if it would have worked. Yeah. To have all of that. Um. So it happened at the perfect time. It sucks that, you know, James couldn't be here, but it happened when it needed to happen. And a time, too, where we're all kind of in this slowing down period, too. Yeah. Um, so everyone can get together. But, man. Man, oh, man. Yeah, John, I really I really recommend it. You don't have to, you don't have to have been very invested in the show to still enjoy what's being presented. Yeah. Are any of you that at that place with any, I mean, aside from Antonio the Care Bear here who probably has no beef with anyone. Mm. But, <laughs> but like, do you, do you find yourselves at a point in your lives where, you know, forgiveness, real forgiveness or actual closure on something, a dispute could actually be attainable? Because for me, it, I think it helps a lot of people to see it visually happen. And it, it, all I can hope is that someone will take away from it. Hey, that wasn't so bad. And I mean, it, it might blow up in your face, but it's still. Hopefully, they still see the value of making that attempt mm-hmm. to. Hey, this was this was a wrong years ago. We can try to talk about it. We can you know get the anger out, but then let's try to move towards solutions or whatever. Resolution at the end of the day. Anybody? What about you, Care Bear? Okay, first of all, uh, <laughs> I yes, like that I have a lot of now. I have a lot of feelings, <laughs> and yes, I do love a lot of people, but I also am somebody, as somebody who uh, craves resolution, I've had to learn over the years that sometimes you just don't get it. Yeah. And so one of my best friends, like, had to sit me down one time, and she's like, I know that you want, like, closure for some things, but you can't have that with everything. You just can't. Don't pursue it. Don't push it. Just like you have to find closure within yourself, which is super hard sometimes. Because for me, it's not necessarily closure to then like fix a friendship or get back on track where we were before. Sometimes it's just closure. And I know that we're letting go of this. Yep. But then recognizing that there's some people who don't care to have that conversation and don't want to see you ever again. And you're just going to have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And there are also people who've tried to reach out to me 
for things that not necessarily like things blew up and we were you know at each other's throats or whatever and I kind of like huffed out you know like not this type of situation mm-hmm. but where I was like I'd remove myself from the situation and now they've tried to come back in and be like hey can we talk about blah 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 and I'm not that I'm seething and like still you know focused on whatever they did to me but I just have no interest yeah in having that conversation I don't have an interest in speaking to them anymore I don't have like that to me there's just no there's no point and so uh, having like when I finally realized that for myself I was like I could then like visualize it for somebody else on the other end mm-hmm. and go okay this makes sense but yeah I I I do like to talk things out with people um but those are excuse me those are generally people that I care about <laughs> Like, if it's somebody that has no bearings on my life and worships in the night and I can just go, I can go to bed and feel fine about it, I'm not going to, not going to stress over it. So I spent a lot of time when I was younger just wanting people to like me. So I would do, I was a chameleon. I would do anything to just like bend and shape and morph (laughs) and be there to, you know, kind of fit that, that mold. And then that gets tiring. It just does. So... It was just a matter of looking inward and going, okay, well, <laughs> this is who you are. This is who they are. It's not meshing, so move on. Uh, yeah, for all these all these franchises that want to, you know, kick up old old dust and get get back into their relevance, reconnect with their their now older original audience. I I really enjoyed the realer perspective like I would have liked not to say I I need or am entitled to any show sort of business but I mean if you're if you're willing to talk about it like I think there's the viewers would appreciate uh, a more real approach to you know the nitty-gritty isn't always so bad yeah and working through it is something to be encouraged and seeing resolutions I think is is beneficial. Yeah. You know, just like seeing a, a, a happy and positive black family, just like seeing, you know, couples in love, like it's those images are, those positive images do make a difference Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, it does. And like, we're so used to seeing reunions that are just like light, fluffy, airy. And like for all intents and purposes, some shows like they don't, nothing really deep happened. So it's just like, it's fun to see people get together and like laugh about things, go to memory and be about their way. Mm -hmm. But, for a lot of these shows where Dirty Laundry was aired <laughs> publicly. Yeah. <laughs> and loudly. Through a, a tabloid filter, like. Yeah. Not to say that we, as uh, as fans and onlookers, deserve that insight. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's beneficial to the cast to be real about these reunions. And not just go, well, wasn't this show fun? Yada, yada, yada. Because that can just be 20 minutes. Yeah, and I think that that will read as well. Like in a family dynamic like Fresh Prince, I think that would to try to do this reunion and gloss over Janet would have. I think the viewers would have caught that. Yeah, and be like, oh, so we're just not gonna. We're not gonna talk about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Especially considering too that like yes, no one else in the cast, from what I remember, had said anything public about her um, rant, but Will had been very vocal. Mm-hmm. So then it would have been s- like really disingenuous. 
mm-hmm. to go through and be like, yeah, everyone's a loving, happy family. And you're like, except yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not too long ago, you were saying really mean things about her. So let's like, you're not perfect. So, and I think as well too, now with, with um, Jada doing all these red table talks and everything else too, I, I want to say that that probably had some inspiration factor yeah. for him to reach out because perspective man jada is not shy when it comes to that type of like content yeah. <laughs> like it's very much like we're talking we're a we're talking about all of it right now almost as if she depends upon it i mean maybe but i think it's important to if you're gonna be about it be about it like it would have been yeah. for me to see because will has been part of those red table talks as well too has promoted has you know been really influential and like you know getting people into it and all that kind of stuff. So for him to do this reunion show and then not take on the same, you know, not walk the walk and talk the talk that he's been doing for the past year and a half or so yeah, would have been strange. Yeah, and what I appreciated the most about it was that Will didn't seem, he didn't hijack the, he didn't hijack the terms of the forgiveness. Like he actually, you know, both sides said, I'm sorry. Yeah. And that's in the, in the black community. I think it among adults in general, people can have a hard time with, I'm sorry. Like that can like be like, everyone's just so afraid of being wrong or being perceived in a certain way that, that just, because within themselves, if they can't fathom the idea that forgiveness is possible, then nobody else is going to, going to fabricate this, that scenario where that can happen either. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously people make mistakes, and I assumed every 21-year-old kid was a dick, so of course even a rich star on the rise was going to be a dick as well. Like <laughs> That shouldn't surprise anyone. That shouldn't change how they feel about him now because he's, for how, however long it took, he still got there. Yeah. yeah. And that, that counts for something. Yeah, we can't constantly go through and, and <laughs> cancel people for... For past grievances. And they don't have to be best friends after this, but they can just have this cleared up. That's exactly it. And that's the only thing I appreciated. It wasn't like a wipe tears away and everybody's happy now. Yay. Like I was happy that she was able to go into that, come on set and see everybody. I burst into tears when um, Daphne hugged her and you could see her mouthing welcome home to her. And I was sitting upstairs and I was like, oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Like that was so, because again, they've never met. Daphne clearly hasn't, like, there was no reason for Daphne to harbor any hate in her heart towards Janet. Mm-hmm. And it was, she could see in learning the pain and all the stuff that she was going through, could empathize. Yeah. Sympathize, empathize, and all the things, and just be like, okay, well, wow, this woman was really going through it, and everybody had their hand in making the situation worse, and bygones are, you know, let bygones be bygones, and let's welcome her back with open arms. Like, the cat, like, the crew... Welcome her into the space as well, too. Like, that was beautiful. Yeah, like that was. Everything about that. Just full circle. And I'm... Huh, I'm sad that, again, I'm sad James couldn't be here for it. But I'm happy that it happened. Agreed. But, yeah. I guess the point is, forgiveness is cool. <laughs> so talk it out if you got to. We'll or just listen and promptly ignore. However, <laughs> whatever technique works for you. Yeah. Because goodness knows, I have strong grudge holding muscle but <laughs> i'm working on it sort of <laughs> so i guess i can close it there we'll uh we'll take a short break next stop <laughs> <laughs>
not that sorry. Uh, sorry. <laughs> All right, okay, we're back. Thanks for hanging in. We here at Not That Sorry, we're a passionate crew, and it's very often with little of no importance, but that doesn't matter. We're going to make a case and accompanying slides that uh, that allow us to share what we're going to call in this segment, Not That Sorry. And this week, Antonia is up. Antonia, what are you not that sorry about? I'm not that sorry about putting cultural appropriating people in their place. Ooh, well, I'm not sorry get about. Uh, so, <sighs> there is, I'm not even going to name them because they don't deserve interaction. <laughs> but you can do that research on your own. There is, or maybe even soon to be was, um, a Toronto based restaurant um, that proudly makes uh, Vietnamese food. And by the tone of my voice, you can probably guess, uh, yes, yes, they are white. Um, they were recently, well, from what I'm getting from the internet, this argument, this um, calling out has been going on for a while now, but especially in the last week or so, this particular organization has been putting out a lot of uh, tasteless marketing, um, naming a lot of their spices and uh, their group of uh, people, um, some really off-color, just awful things. Uh, for example, so they're, they're a broth bar, um, and they've taken to calling themselves a brothel, which, for a lot of people who know anything about what? about brothels and the exploitation of women and uh, just the general awfulness um, and the connotation that comes from that, that was a red flag. Not only have they done things like that, uh, they have a particular sauce that is a jerk sauce they've called Jerk Me. Um, they have a pho sauce that also has a stupid name. Um, quite a lot of people went in on this restaurant. One about their really tasteless <laughs> take on different things, but also two about them exploiting the Vietnamese culture. Pho is probably top five favorite foods for me. And that's saying something because I love me some food. Pho, as most people know, it's a broth. Um, you can do it vegetarian style. It's typically done with beef and um, noodles. And then you've got your um, other like vegetables and things. There's a nice like sauce, everything else. You can do it all types of ways. It's wonderful. I will never make pho and sell it. Um, I would make pho for myself and keep it at that. Maybe make it for friends. I don't know. In the area, a couple areas where this broth bar are located one in particular in the West End, which has a heavy Vietnamese presence. They had the, um, as the children would say, the caucasity <laughs> to put their brightly pink millennial. It was called millennial pink. We're gonna call it millennial pink. <laughs> uh, store right across from a Vietnamese spot. They championed their food as being organic and uh, 
just basically healthier than, you know, regular Vietnamese food that you would find anywhere else. Uh, better ingredients, cleaner. Clean is another term that keeps floating around these past few years that I hate. Clean eating, clean whatever, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't make any sense to me. Diet culture, again, is just trash. Fast forward to this past uh, week where a lot of this was just just bubbled right to the surface and exploded. A bunch of people took to their Instagram and just lit them up. This is cultural appropriation. There's nobody who even looks like <laughs> me, a Vietnamese person who works at this space. You and your white friends need to get going. Like all sorts of people are just like this girl is probably bullied other kids and their weird smelling food. Like so many things just yell mean girls when it comes to these two. And you know what? Maybe they're nice. I don't know. They could be nice people to their friend groups. I don't know. That's here nor there. The issue is that iOS press release apology that everyone seems to put out whenever they're called out on something. Yes, they said a lot of right things in there. One thing I'm not seeing, however, is action. A lot of the things that were called into question that are still present on their pages, yes, they've pulled things from their website. Yes, they've pulled things from um, the store that are no longer going to be sold. Pull your entire, just just drown the ship. <laughs> just yeah. pull it. Pull the whole thing. Pull the plug. Let it go. You sell your food for higher prices than the other Vietnamese places that are in the area. Claim that they are better than the other Vietnamese places that are in the area. You are not a Vietnamese place. Go do something else. I was chatting with a friend of mine. I was like, go make donuts. Do something gluten-free. That is something that uh, so many people are... <laughs> those are white things. Those are white things. <laughs> <laughs> you like, know it's on your mind. There, yeah, there are plenty of other, <laughs> other things that you could be doing that are right up your alley. This is not it. And I I went into those com the comment section just liked, 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 liked. I would like to say personally to the owners of this establishment, you messed up. You messed up when you thought this was a good idea. You messed up when you borrowed other people's money to make this happen. You messed up when you didn't check your friends in the comment section who were saying, oh, we know your intentions and we know your heart. We know you would never intentionally. Boop, nobody cares, Sarah. Are you a Vietnamese person who's affected by this? No, you were not. Are you a West Indian person who was affected by the disgusting use of jerk sauce as a jerk me in terms of in, in relation to the culture? No, you were not. Sit down, Becky. Go that way there over there, Heather. No one cares. And also to their token Asian friends who went in there saying, Well, I'm so and from this such a culture and I don't feel offense. Good for you. You're not somebody who was affected by this. Sit down and shut up. I have a big, big, big issue with people who go to one place, love the food, come back, and open up a restaurant. You didn't go to Belgium, your home country, and bring back waffles. You didn't go to Norway and do whatever signatures they have there, which is probably wonderful. You didn't go to the UK and come back with bangers and mash. You went to Vietnam. <laughs> and you went, oh, my God, this pho is, like, so delicious. I wonder if we can make it ourselves and, like, find cleaner ingredients. Yeah, probably. My uncle has, like, a really great business. We can, like, get... No. No. No, no. No, no. And to all the people who were their friends and probably knew who knew this was a bad idea and encouraged them, 
Fix yourself. Reevaluate. I'm tired of organizations issuing pretty much non-apologies and not taking action and their friends coming in to be like, "Uh, everyone else is just being a hater. No. Other people were told as kids that their food smelled weird. They were weird. Their culture was weird. I was one of those kids. I was so embarrassed to bring my delicious, better than yours, West Indian food to school because it had a strong scent to it. And I just wanted to have Dunkaroos and bologna sandwiches. Someone even suggested that they open a bologna sandwich store. I laughed. <laughs> because that. that, again, white culture. <laughs> Do what you know and Damn leave it. the rest of us alone. No one's saying you can't go and appreciate and take part in the things that other cultures have made and perfected. No one's saying you can't do that. What you shouldn't do is think that you can do it better because you just can't. There are other businesses right now during COVID that are struggling, Asian businesses specifically, because as soon as other people started calling this the China virus, as soon as anyone realized that this ori- like was told this originated in China, everyone just turned on every Asian person they could find. The racism, the downright disgusting nature of you gremlins towards <laughs> groups of people that you do not know, and then to turn around and do this, take money from organizations that deserve it, call your food better than theirs, Absolutely not. I hope your organization goes under. I hope you're forced to make a gluten-free store and sell donuts. Or an Etsy shop. Etsy is literally widely available to everybody. Make an Etsy shop. I'm sure you can sew something or maybe crochet something or, like, write a cute, you know, rosé and sleigh saying on something on a T-shirt or a plaque or something and sell it. People will buy that. Buy that. Eat it up. Go to something else. Check your friends in the comments Don't delete comments from people who are calling you out rightfully. That is also another disgusting move. I hate it. Be better. Be better. And the rest of you that think that it's totally fine for other people to just go and take from other cultures, think again. It's not cool. Appreciation and appropriation are very different. It's not even a thin line anymore. It's it's an abyss. (laughs) Like, we... Two separate countries. Like, this is not... Why are we still having this conversation? Like, I'm not going over there claiming to have, you know, made pizza in Italy. I love me some pizza. I can make pizza all day. But there are certain things about Italian culture that I cannot replicate. I'm not going to do it. Fair enough. But you and your beans and steaks and potatoes can just go elsewhere. Damn it. And that's that on that. All right. Um, I had something. Last four words, aren't you? I'm, well, I mean, I'm not, because I know her. But <laughs> at the same time, um, what I am going to do <laughs> is come to the defense of basic culture, <laughs> which you have nothing but disdain for. <laughs> I get it. There's Ms. nothing you're proud of in your culture. I Ms. get it. Pumpkin spice latte, okay? <laughs> Because you know, the basics need to it. live too. Of course, live your life. So Just let them have their things. <laughs> your things are stop negatively <laughs> speaking of <laughs> the basic culture. Your things are rice. No, not even your things are pumpkin no, spice not. lattes. 
Because pumpkin's not a spice. Beans. <laughs> Steaks and potatoes. What are you talking about? Those are your things. <laughs> and maybe egg rolls. No, sorry. I take hey. that back. Not egg rolls. I take that back. Uh, Ukrainians. What do Ukrainians eat? <laughs> what are you even saying now? <laughs> Sauerkraut and things. What are those? Wow. Other things. You can have those. And John shakes his head. Pierogies. God damn it. You can have those. Don't touch our stuff. It was the attack on basic. Yeah. That goes for you to <laughs> swish LA and your jerk chicken. <laughs> Fight everybody. I hope it's good. Just I, to prove you're up. You know what? And if it is <laughs> cool, I'm still not eating it. I hope I, it is. Because you know what? The seasoning will probably be good. I hope it's good. And, the se- and, and your Antonio people approve. The LA se- jerk chicken <laughs> will fund me. I, I hope Please someone co-signs it. The seasoning will probably be good, but the chicken will still be dry. So here we are. How much is this? Got to be what? Eight dollars. Oh no, for the meal it'll be like twelve dollars, like a meal. Mm-hmm. So you get you'll get your jerk chicken with a side of potatoes. Also wrong, and you'll <laughs> everything else. You could probably sub it for fries. You think you think Swiss LA is gonna have plantain? <laughs> you think they're gonna have plantain? Now we're just dreaming the impossible dream world. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's like when KFC said it has thirty five flavors. Absolutely not. I better see the biggest, broadest, baddest Breast Jamaican man in that kitchen. Oh, now we're sexist. Just saying. <laughs> That's what I want to see. And I want to see somebody yelling from the back saying, we don't have that. I need to hear yeah, they people. Have, they don't want the Swiss guys there. And stereotypes. I need to hear. I need to hear. I need someone to be mean to me and tell me that I'm taking too long ordering. I need all of, I need every West Indian. And y'all like, wonder why I won't go to a Caribbean spot. But listen, that's how you know the food is good. <laughs> that's how you know the food is good when they're mean to you. Nope. <laughs> That is not my love language. At West Indian Place. Not I'm not else. going to. <laughs> I I deserve better for me and my relationships. That's all. I'm just saying all <laughs> that goes into the food and it tastes great. So That's all. I don't, I don't need vitriol in my food. Yeah, you know, it's not in the food. Oh, wait, it's, 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 it's in, in your face. <laughs> it's in there. The hate the hate is consumed. No, it's not. It activates the and if it powers. And if it is, then the chicken is dry. Swish LA. Damn. Now we know that hate is what's keeping your chicken moist. <laughs> Canada's dry. Uh. Ew. <laughs> but yes, for for the basics out there, I've got your back. <laughs> Only because you want to be contrarian. Enjoy, enjoy <laughs> your enjoy your pumpkin spice and your gluten free. It's, it's out of season right now, so don't enjoy your chicken. And your spice. holidays. Yeah, and your and your happy <laughs> holidays. <laughs> Your Merry Christmas is political. We say happy season's greetings. For all the fence sitters. Jan's got your back. Who just want to. But I was out here trying to live. Jan's got your back while I'll be staring at your front. Best of us for the rest of us. Yeah. (laughs) Now those fence sitters who just want to partake in a pumpkin spice latte and wear your Uggs and. Have at it. You know, just. Hang out. Just live your basic dream. You have got. But those who are going to make the argument of, oh, we live in such a diverse city, stop. Boop, no, wrong. <laughs> right that we do live in a diversity, but wrong that you think you should open up a restaurant in appreciation of Man. that diversity because you ain't from there. Not to say that it's not possible. It's okay. I yeah. will give the exception for those who have, who have studied. And or lived or learned from the masters, basically. Exactly. Like th- those who have just like, Went to teach in Vietnam and stayed there for multiple years. You don't count. Nope. Like there's a there's a value that you bring, and that's different. Like I need you to have been over there, studying, which means you speak 
a certain amount of the language. You know about certain cultural rights. Like you've you've educated yourself. Yeah. Not just oh that's cute. You didn't shop for for culture. You didn't pick out a new pair of shoes and pair it with this bracelet. Like it wasn't yeah. not that. Yep. Those people, I do not defend you. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. But those who trained, those who studied, because that's what goes into appreciation for yes. me. Yes. 100%. Those people, I, have n- I literally have no beef with those people. It's the people who went and went to Bali for six weeks. The ones who went shopping. And came back <laughs> and were like, I just like fell in love with this like one dish. No. Like, I love kimchi. You don't see me making it. You want to know why? Because it's a long, arduous process. And somebody <laughs> sells it here. And someone sells it here, and I will appreciate that. I will go into Koreatown and buy from someone's auntie and call it a day. All right. I think this went well. <laughs> so we're in the home stretch. Thanks again for listening. Um, guys, any final words, shout outs to anything cool going on that you've discovered listening to, supporting? Black businesses. Uh, oh, what do you got? There's a new Toronto. Uh, well, she's not new, but um, just album appreciation. She's a Toronto Toronto gal. Uh, Savannah Ray, her new EP Opia, just dropped, and she. I guess she's been in the works of doing this for like ten years. Wonderful. Um, so shout out to you. I've been listening to your EP, and it's beautiful. And I'm just really excited that you're here and that you're doing stuff and that. Toronto Irish is still out here grinding, even in a pandemic. You're here. Um, up of Kitchen, anyone? Up of Kitchen, we have a new space. I'm so excited. Uh, I would ask for more donations, but I feel like we've hit uh, capacity right now. Uh, we will be, on top of giving stuff to our families, we will be taking uh, supplies and stuff out to different encampments around the city. So, if you know somebody or are that person who has things you want to give and want to link up with us, let us know. Or if we find that we have too much, we will point you in the direction of other organizations. I will post them in our Instagrams because there are a lot of people doing some really dope stuff in the city right now. And we will share it all. We will share it all. There's so many different campus sites around the city, even more than years previous. So we got to make sure that we keep our community warm. Absolutely. All right. So I will... I say keep up with us on all the socials. Um, we will be posting Antonia's Not That Sorry slideshow to our socials. Um, yeah. Follow us, participate, email us, questions at notthatsorry.com. We're on Twitter at notthatsorrypod and on Instagram at notthatsorrypodcast. Rate us five stars and leave a review, and I just might read it on the show, probably. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> so, uh Yeah, so that's that. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Peace.